I call this the LA Traffic Podcast. I like it. I like it. You know? Just because it's like how how we all like meet each other in this fucking uh you know debacle. Just going, you know, just being like some dude that's like, oh I'm gonna go to a comedy club with a fucking sheet of paper with some little jokes and see how it works. And then you just start meeting people and like immersing yourself into shit, you know? I guess. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought you were gonna say something like because, you know, we stick to our spots because of the L.A. traffic, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you start meeting, like, interesting people, like, uh, I don't know. You start fucking meeting everybody. Like, met, met Drew Lynch randomly. He just showed up to my fucking open mic. And, like, that's how I met him, you know? And just, uh, just everybody. That's cool, yeah. Have you ever, like, saw this, per- like, a person at your mic and you'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? This guy sucks. And then you see him on TV, like, oh, shit, he's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really, not yet. I've seen people that do the thing to where, like, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say names or anything, but it's, like, people that think that they're going to become famous or some shit because they're related to somebody famous or, like, was with somebody famous or some shit, you know? Mm. That kind of just, like, it how, happens. how would you feel if if, like, Kim Kardashian or some shit just got a grip of fucking writers, just whoop, and just started doing stand up. I mean, you can't. I mean, you obviously can't. I can't. Can't, stop I, can't, her, I, right? can't I mean, she will be successful. You gotta yeah. Be right. Well, thing is, it's also performance. You know. That's true. I could write like jokes for like Kim Kardashian, but she don't perform it right. You know. I think like on those Comedy Central roasts, they write for some of those people, and then like. Those jokes are all written. They are. Yeah. Like, right? They have a whole room they have full a whole of writers. Crew. Yeah, yeah. Like, all the like Tony Hinchcliffe's one of them. Yeah, like right? Connor McSpadden, and Keith Carey. Like, those guys. They can write, they can write jokes. Maybe Jay Light, I'm not sure. I, but those are, those are people. I'm not quite sure. Let's not, like... Yeah. I'm just saying. But they have writers. Yeah. I don't want to get... I don't want to, you know... But, like, they have, they have their own writers. And it's just, like, how you perform it. Like, when Snoop performs that shit, he kills... He mercs that shit. Martha Stewart. That's true. But I think when, like, true. I think some other people performed it, that shit was whack. But I'm saying to, like, just start, immer- like, just, like, boom, I'm at the comedy store every night because of that. And then fucking, you know, and then now I'm just doing, like, my world tour. Fucking, didn't Charlie Sheen do some shit like that? Remember that? He tried, yeah, he tried. And it was just pretty much him on stage just smoking cigarettes and drinking and true. just talking shit. That's true, that's true. I heard he, I heard he used to do this thing to where... Cause you know how he was fucking around with like a bunch of porn stars, mm-hmm. so where he had like his own theater, like his own theater in his house, and he'd get all methed out and fuck the porn stars to their home videos. That's pretty G, man. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. gangster, man. It's like that is very clever, dude. That's some Charlie Sheen shit right there, <laughs> right? man. <laughs> like I watched some story He's like, about. Yeah, do you like watching yourself get fucked while I'm fucking you? Huh? <laughs> that's a, that's some rich that's some rich shit, man. That's, you gotta be rich to do that. That's probably like just crazy or like a step below Illuminati fucking um, mansion fuck parties. Like, yeah. That, right? that is a mansion fuck party. Totally. <laughs> Charlie Sheen lives in a mansion, goddammit. Just get all or strung out on fucking meth and just bang porn stars. I, I saw I saw a thing where it showed his like teeth and he just said he was, it was just fucking... Because all those drugs like coke and fucking meth, it just makes your mouth all dry. Uh-huh. And so then your teeth fart. You know, this started falling wow. out. So he has no teeth? He does, and probably not very good ones, you know? But yeah. if I was, dude, if I, if I was rich like Charlie Sheen, I would be fucking, fuck it. I'll let him fall out and let's put some fucking whale bone in yeah. there or some shit. <laughs> hey, ain't it funny? Like, Charlie Sheen has HIV and it's like, it's not like a big deal. No, no. 
Not, I bet you it's not as big as a deal now as it was probably when like AIDS first just started was like fucking popping, you know? Probably because they didn't have the medicines that they do now. True. You and know, then, so everybody was just falling like fucking flies. Like ma- magic now. Yeah. Because magic made... But he was able to pay for that medicine probably too. I'm sure, I'm sure like... What was that uh, Martin Scarelli guy? Remember that fucking that mm. dude? And he—I don't remember what drug. It, was it for AIDS or something like that? Maybe. Personally, I think um, Magic got the cure. They're just like, just like that episode in South Park, and he's just got yeah. all the money. Oh, that, that, was, that was the best one. That was the best one. That's one of the best episodes of South Park. <laughs> Fuck. And Magic just comes back. He's like been the longest living guy with fucking AIDS forever. Like he has to be cured from it for sure. Because like. Uh, did you ever like yeah, they had, they had, like in like in in, uh, in high school, right? Like ninth grade when they had health class and like share and all that educational shit, uh-huh. right? And the sexual educational stuff. And the, they ever have somebody come in that had fucking AIDS and like tell you they were like, yeah, I was using needles and just fucking strangers and like and then these two these like I'm. 42 years old, and these guys are just fucking jack skeleton. <laughs> Never got that. I always got, like, the transgender people, you know? I used to be a man. Uh, you know. Really? Yeah. We, we always got those, you know? That's weird. I got, it was and in college. you could be, too. Yeah, it was in college. That's we got, fucking weird. We got a few of them and stuff like that. Uh, I still don't get it, you know? <laughs> I don't... I mean... I shouldn't I, say I, shit I, like that. I but know. You know, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's such a, like, tender, su- like, subject, right? But... Trans, I don't know what transvestite is like a like a guy that dresses up in drag queen, right? So I think that's what that is. And then a transgender is somebody that actually did the whole surgery, right? Like became a man to a woman or vice versa. But then there's fucking I don't know. I always feel ah. like I felt like that it just opened the doors for all this other weird shit though too. Like they've always been around. Nobody gave a fuck, true, right? True, true, true. Like it, but then people were like, you know, I feel like I'm a dog now, or just some shit like. Well, the, you know, the, the white girl that identifies with being black, like that's just fucking ridiculous. Oh, that one, you know? the, the Rachel one. Yeah, like come on, like you can't do that now. You I know? saw a thing yeah, that man. like this guy. It's called trans age, right? People are just making this shit up now. And he's a fifty-five-year-old guy that's had kids, and now he identifies with being an eight-year-old girl. And then there's two fucking other psychos that are in their thirties that like validate this shit, and they play his parents. I don't know, man. Eh, I don't know. Man. I don't know either. There's no right or wrong now. <laughs> Isn't it weird that, like, I was talking with my buddy on the way over here. We were, t- we were talking about how, like, uh, I don't know how we got on this thing, but we were talking about, like, castrados, you know? Have you ever heard about that? Like, what castrados? the castrados? So, like, back in, like, medieval times, I think it was, when they had, like, choir singers, choir boys, they would cut their balls off. And so it would, like, help them sing. God and I was damn. Like, and he was like, yeah, but you... Like, some of those guys, you'd get infected and gangrene or some shit. And I bet, would man. Die, right? Yeah. Especially back then. They probably didn't clean that fucking blade. Uh, they were just like, oh. They're getting <laughs> neutered or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I mean, back then, it was crazy. But, like, the whole thought, what I was going was, it's like, back then, people wouldn't even live very long, right? And so, like, wonder what it must have been like. It was just like, depends on who you were. Like, if you were raised in, like, a family that was wealthy, or you were just fucking the riffraff, you know? Like sleeping next to the sewer and shit with like, I mean, to now, no. from that shit to now, to where people think they're dogs and stuff. I think I was like a fourth wall, and then I heard Doc Doc Willis do a say. He's talking about bestiality, fucking animals. That's the thing now. 
That's a thing now? Yeah, that's a thing now. I, I think everyone's <laughs> just jumping on that gravy train, the Me Too thing. They're like, fuck that. I'm getting in on this too, man, you know? Oh, my God. Because, you know, it seems like everyone, like everyone that's like, you know, talking shit now, they, they, you know, they have rights now, so, you know. Too much sensitivity, I yeah, think, much, right? Yeah, And it's like, it, I feel like everybody wants to be right, but everybody's so scared of each other, too. It's, it's fucking weird. I mean, it's the age we live in, social media time. Now, right. You know? it's, just a, it's just like everybody has all this time to be so insecure. <laughs> all yeah. the time on their hands to just sit around and just be like, fuck, I really hurt inside. I have no idea who I am. Uh, that happens. Weird, huh? Oh, yeah, that's weird, bro. You don't think it's weird? I mean, no, you should. it's not weird. I think it, no, yeah, you're right. It's not weird. It's more like self-realization, right? In a... In a sense um i mean transgender i get that you know um like all the other stuff but like the being a baby or the doing the animals thing uh, that's a little you know a little too far like a little the, too far the man the internet like made like let people just get carried away yeah because it's like it's like you said there's always been transgender people always been so you know what i mean but what about all right now there's the transgender thing i, would, I worked on a I worked on a like documentary about uh, this person I want to, I'll say it's a woman, right? And this person, well, no, because they were they were born a hermaphrodite, so they were born with both sexual organs. But the dad decided you're gonna be a boy. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, fire I, boy. I don't know how the fuck. No, the dad decided you're gonna be a boy, and we're gonna like. I don't know how they do that shit. Sew up the fucking. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how that goes, but but then this person was like a remarkable individual, lived a life as a man, right, and was like fucking. Like, had a uh, family, and then finally just decided, well, I feel more like a woman. Like, that's a person with both kind of, like, chemical, like a chemical kind of thing going mm. on there, you know? Well, technically, he's both, you know? He is a woman. Right. You know? He has both in his system. Just, you know, the dad picked one. But it's like, that's the weird part, you know? Because it's like the genetics, if somebody that wants to be, like, transgendered, right, the genetics aren't going to actually be, like, the way that the animal kingdom has fucking made it, right? Does that make sense? A little bit. Okay. I'm not a bright person, so, you know. <laughs> dude, I'm... But I get what you're trying I'm to not, say, Glock. I'm not bright either, dude. Sometimes I just, like, I'm able to talk my way out of shit. Are you high right now? No. Okay. I'm just okay. fucking, I just ran, just ran at the gym, did a little weights, sat in the sauna for 20 minutes. Yeah, not high at all. That's good, man. Ate some pho. Some pho? You yeah. sick or what? No, I just love that shit. Pho's good as fuck. Pho's bomb. What kind of pho you get? It's uh, just the all beef one. You all know? beef? You don't all get the tripe and shit? No, like no, 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 I don't. Yeah. I, I used to not like that shit. I'm not down with the No, I mean, I'm down with the guts, I'm you know? Not, sure. I'm not down with putting another stomach in my stomach, dog. <laughs> <laughs> stomach on stomach crime, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But I even put, like, the jalapenos in there. I don't even like jalapenos. I just put them in there anyways. Well, you got to flavor the broth and shit like that. Got to. Is it like the meat all raw and then they just drop it in like? Mm-hmm. What's your fuss spot? They do it. It's the one off of uh, I can't tell you and I can't tell you because it's on a podcast and I don't want to see anybody else there. But I'll ah. tell you in private. But it's the best one ever, right? <laughs> it's the, dude, I swear it's one of the fucking best ones ever. Like it's always all these dudes outside and they're just all smoking cigarettes, right? But you know, like they're like this shit keeps you skinny because people that work there they eat all the same shit too, right? So they're all skinny. That's true. You know, if you go to a restaurant and you see people that like work there and they're fat, that food makes you fat because they eat that food. That's true. Whenever I go to like a Vietnamese restaurant, I always see like some skinny chef outside just 
Mm-hmm. Smoking cigarettes. Just like, back to back. I think... Fucked up grill. 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 Dude, but it's, a be- it's the best one also, too, because I've gone there so many times, and they know exactly what I want every time I go in there. So I go in there, they're just like, number 10. I'm like, yeah. I just shake my head, don't say shit. They bring me the bowl. They bring water. It's like... I haven't taken a girl out on a date there yet, but if I do, she'll be impressed. She, or she'll be like, "Don't ruin, don't yeah. ruin your first spot. Yeah, what, no what shit, you break right? up with her? That's like that's then like you can never go there again. That's like my quiet place. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like where I get fucking pampered, and little do they know, I'm just some dude that works at a cheesecake factory that sleeps on a couch. I sleep on the floor. So. Yeah, yeah. I have a bed, but I sleep on the floor. Like you just don't have it on a frame. Uh, no, no, I just put like blankets on the floor and I just sleep on that shit. I want, I want to feel like poor. I want to feel like really poor. Why? I want to embrace the poorness. I don't know, because they say when you succeed, it's usually at your lowest point. You know. You like, get like the. I've always thought about that shit. Just like get the, you get the fattest house, but then I just like I still have this place, right? And I wouldn't even stay at the house. Just come here to sleep on the fucking couch, have the like king size bed. I, I know people that do that actually. People that have like dope ass fucking like Tempur Pedic mattresses. They're like, yeah, but he just loves sleeping in the yeah, backseat of his sleep- car. It's fucking you know, weird. This motherfucker always sleeps <laughs> in the living room on the couch. I was like, okay, you know. I always, like, whenever I go to sporting events or something like that, I always get like the high seats because, you know, I'm broke. <laughs> so, like, but that's where the real fans are. And I always thought to myself, I was like, hey, if I ever, you know, make yeah. money and stuff like that, I'll stay up here. Yeah. And then I always tell that to like my friends and like, okay, we'll see whenever you get money. Well, that's that, that's one of those things too. It's like, I mean, in some aspects, obviously, yeah, you get money, your life's gonna change, you know, to where it's like you can't even control it. I mean, well, that's fame right there. Yeah. No, no one knows I'm. No one's gonna know you're rich unless you're famous, right? That's true. That's not actually true, but everybody that has something that's worth anything, they all have their net worth on the fucking internet right now. Even the Rothschilds. They have their fucking net worth on the internet. Just like, what, $526 trillion, Which is just the world. Once you reach trillion, you're good, man. Yeah, you're done you're forever. Good. Your kids' kids is good. Your kids' 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 is good. Bro, you're done. Trillion's like, you, got, you better be a king or some shit like that, or a queen. Oh, my. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't trust fucking some oligarchy shit. Of course. What is that? Like, my friends always tell me, like, oh, if I ever win the lotto, I'm going to wear, like, a mask, I'm going to hide, I was like... I'm going to get all Gucci, and then all Gucci, and just tattoo my go- my face ah, Gucci. Nah. Just my skin. Oh, that's, ta- that's your ta- bitch. Ta- Stop, <laughs> Stop doing your bitch right now. That's your bitch. And then right at the right at the tip of my penis, it's just going to be the G, you know, for Gucci. And... <laughs> Hey guys, this is. If you ever seen Justin Glockler live, you just saw his closer right here. That's the closer right <laughs> All there. All right. Fuck. Now you don't have to see me live. Yeah. Look, look what happened. You just, you just it. play that last five seconds it. over and over and over again and laugh your little hearts out. Ah, but what I was trying to say though, like, if someone wins the lotto, like, people say, oh, we're just going like, wear disguises and stuff like that. Yeah. No, you, you can't hide. Someone will find you. And kidnap, like, your fucking family or some shit like that. Dude. If you win that much money, someone will figure it out, man. Like, you you know what I mean? There's always those weird, crazy dudes. There's, uh, you ever see that, uh, what was that, like, sketch show? Uh, The Whitest Kids You Know? You ever see that show? Nah. So they had, like, their own little sketches, like, the same four, three guys. And, uh, they have one 
where it's this fucking hillbilly in a trailer, right? And he's like watching. He's got his fat wife like in the background vacuuming and shit. And he's just sitting on the couch and he's looking at his lotto ticket and he gets the lotto numbers, right? So then he fucking wins. And then they're like, so, $100 million, what are you going to do with all that money? He's all, bing. And he buys $100 million in lotto tickets. And then he wins the fucking $10 million one. And they're like, $10 million, what are you going to do with all that money? Buys $10 million in hey, lotto tickets. <laughs> That's so funny. And then he wins the $1 million one. They're like, what are you going to do with all that money? Buys $1 million in lotto tickets, loses all the money, dude. <laughs> that sounds like something Jack Jr. would do. That show is funny. <laughs> He'll ride that shit. Dude, that show is awesome. That's hilarious. That's very funny, man. <laughs> no one told him to fucking stop? Like, all no. right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's also one of those things that's like fucking guy MC hammered himself, you know? MC hammered himself. Who wants a fucking entourage of like 60 people? Like, oh shit, man. Gotta catch half of the plane. To fucking Chicago. <laughs> that is true, man. That is true. Oh, what you guys having? Oh, filet mignon and lobster again? You guys have had that for like the last five months every night. Cool. Oh, shit. Where are we staying? Vegas? Sweets for everybody? Fuck that, dude. Yeah. I guess. You know what? Start good being poor. In some cases, like that, right, Glock? <laughs> oh my god! that shit. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Some people just are irresponsible, though, when it comes down to it. You see, like a lot of those, uh, like basketball players and fucking football players. As soon as they start getting like a bunch of money, they start doing all this weird gangster shit. Well, it's because they also have entourages, like you said. There's like yeah. they all have like sixty people. People in their edging shit. them on and shit. They're like, "Come on, man! You you got this! You got this!" And then you get baby mamas and stuff like that. Because the thing is, baby mamas. I think they get, like, 20% or something like that of your salary. What? Some shit like that. That's why the alimony payments are, like, very high. Like, And you know they're, dude, they're like, mm, fuck this yeah. kid. This kid can wear some Target-ass shit. I'm gonna go get draped out my hair my yeah. nails done. Yeah, so if you're getting, like, 10 million or something like that, like, 20, whatever, they get percentage of that. I don't know if it's 20%. That's that's, that's, that's waiter shit. Yeah. yeah, that's... But there's a certain percentage. Like, you gotta talk to someone that's... Or if you're married for five years, after five years, they get half. That too, yeah. But like, um, like that's why some of these, like, uh, these like NBA wives, they can pay like thirty grand a fucking month. You know, that's ridiculous, man. You know what I mean, thirty grand a month and stuff. That's like, fucking ridiculous. And then they want more. And that, I think that's like a cheap. That's like well, a I mean, cheap one, yeah. That's a cheap one, like a bench warmer, fucking yeah. NBA baby mama. Like, I think that's what Lonzo Ball is paying his fucking baby mama, like thirty grand. Dude, that's a I mean, not, not 30 grand, 30 grand a month. That's a fucking a yearly salary for somebody that's like working at Kmart. That's an Uber driver right there. Right? A good Uber driver. Yeah, a good Uber driver. But definitely not a Lyft driver. Yeah, I make fucking 15 or 20. I'm a horrible driver. I don't, I don't do a, I'm, I'm a great driver. I just, I'm not, actually, I'm not a great driver, but I'm a great Lyft driver. You know, I got a good percentage. But I don't drive a lot. That's the thing. I, I can't. You know why? DUI. DUI. And I didn't even, the thing with mine was I didn't even get to wear my fucking DUI. Like, going through a school zone, going 80, fucking drop a blunt in my lap and burn my balls and swerve, you know? Wow. How did you get your DUI? Checkpoint? Checkpoint, bro. Uh, I gotta stop drinking. <laughs> Fuck, man. They'll get you. And I just like, oh, man, that night I went to go to, you know the Mint? You ever been at the Mint? It's some, like, music, uh, some little music bar. Where's it at? Um... I want to say it's by like Beverly Hills, Pico Robertson area. 
and uh, I went there to go meet up with somebody that hopefully I was like going to get like a sound gig on a movie, you know? And so we were having a couple drinks, and then the lady at the door was working the door, and she's like, oh, I know you. And she gave me free tickets, so I drank some more. And I uh, was driving back. You know how those DUI checkpoints work, you know? You kind of just turn right into them, and you're like, fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> it does work. Like I was that. wondering, like, like, now that I was thinking about it, I was wondering if, if I would have been, like, extreme. the 50th car back and just parked, like, just put my car in the lock and just fucking walked away. If they just towed my car, like, fuck it, you know? Everybody's smart. just like, eh, eh, trying to get out of here. I'm just like, fuck that, and just kind of disappear into uh, the night. I remember um, I was, I went through, that happened to me while I was Ubering somebody from a party, and then, like, this one dude was just like, lost his shit. He's like, oh, no, no. Like, why are you sweating, bro? He's like, I have two DUIs. I was like, I know, that's why you called me. I'm Ubering. <laughs> you know, he was... <laughs> He's getting scared for being drunk. He got drunk. scared, yeah. He was you seeing my car. He's like, man, dude. I, he had like a checkpoint flashbacks or some shit like that. Dude, I I don't know, man. I've heard of people that have like five DUIs, and I'm like, how in the fuck does that work out? Yeah, you go to jail. And now, no, but you now time. now it's a stricter, a lot stricter, dude. It's just a fucking ten thousand dollar fine. Then, depending on whatever you blew in the fucking breathalyzer. You know, you get either six months or nine months of like an alcohol class, which is it's just a fucking money hustle all the way through. Pretty much, it's like you red know? light cameras. Like this old guy, I was paying this dude fifty bucks for fucking. Uh, it was like the accelerated class. That's why I paid more, you know. Because um, if I would have done the one that was actually like nine months, I would have been cheaper. But I was like, fuck that. So uh, I was paying this guy fifty bucks, and he was just saying the dumbest shit all the time, like. Uh, the guy was nice. I could just tell what he was doing. He was an old guy, but fucking, he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you not to drink. I'm gonna show you how to drink. <laughs> I'm just like, man, uh, I'm pretty sure I got that part down because I wouldn't fucking be here in the first place if uh, I didn't know how to drink. So he's he got DUIs too and stuff like that. He's got DUI school. He's got just a DUI school. But he's he's also got DUI. You never got DUI? Not that he told oh. me. No. I like that whole hustle thing, though. I thought it'd be cool. I'm gonna, I, I was like thinking to myself, I was like, fuck, dude, I'm gonna go start a DUI school. Don't <laughs> be like me. All right. Come, everybody just come in for an hour. I'll fucking sign you off. Just give me 50 bucks for fucking 10 people every class. That's funny. You should do like a bit of like DUI comedy classes. <laughs> I, I, DUI I, comedy class, dude. Yeah, because they have like what? Uh, comedy traffic school. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, where it's teach by comedian, you do, I don't know, stupid things like that, like bits and shit, so. Oh, man, that sounds like something L.A. Di- like, fucking yeah, foster, though. like the Ice right. House. Do you know Albie? Um, no. He does um, a mic at Sycamore Tavern on Mondays. I might, actually. Yeah, he's out. He looks like Millhouse. On Mondays? Yeah, on Mondays. That's his one with... He's doing the... Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to do, uh, teach a comedy traffic school in Houston. Okay. He was a teacher. He was a traffic school teacher. Well, the success rate of that went far, huh? Hey, you, you live hey, L.A. You live to learn, huh? L.A. bus. Yeah, L.A. LA you'd probably be able to foster that shit a little bit, you know. Actually, that's true. You're just like, yo, it's really just an open mic. Because um, that you pay hundreds of dollars for. Call your phone right now. Let's, let's see if there's L.A. Tra- comedy traffic school. L.A. comedy traffic school. I think it's at Ice House. Really? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I was dude. gonna do it one time, but I was like, yeah, I can't do this shit. <laughs> L.A. Comedy Traffic. Uh, nope. Not coming up so far. You don't got any? 
Right, Comedy traffic school by improv. There you go. See, I told oh, you. Oh, that just makes me want to vomit, bro. Do comedy DUI class. We should just, it's open 24 hours. <laughs> it stays there for 24 hours, bro. <laughs> and then there's another one that's close to us, Panorama City, you know, because we got that Valley Rat shit going on. It's a comedy one? Mm hmm. And Ooh. then there's a romantic comedy traffic school. Wow. Whoa. Dude, do they actually have a website? That's insane. I mean, the website's not shit, but... Once you receive a ticket, it's good. So, come on in, and we'll just laugh about it. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> Sounds like a gut-wrenching experience. Oh, yeah, it's a gut-wrenching experience. I'm really enjoying this camera right here, you know? Yeah. Looking at myself. I don't usually look at myself. Wow, so this is how I usually am, Glock? I don't look at myself except for like when I do I don't know I just I'll stay like having a staring contest with myself like a dog looking in the mirror and just start getting mad <laughs> so it doesn't work out for me too well just gotta talk a little bit more in the microphone though brother oh shit it's, do we have to record this shit again <laughs> three's a times a charm three times a charm I mean, right I could probably boost the volume on it uh, okay you know, but uh, all right, I'm t we got focus. We got another half hour, right? Yeah, I mean, whenever, whenever you feel like we're uh, gonna go hit the ha ha and just just destroy fucking Mike Satara's open mic. I can't go. This game, I can't, cause I got you gotta stay till like eight. I gotta go. I gotta go to the improv at seven. Uh, I got a spot. Yeah. At the in, improv. In, in a chair to watch a movie. Did <laughs> 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 uh, you had me like? At the edge of my seat, I was yeah. intrigued. Well, my, my buddy Jesus Trails, they're having his, um, they're doing a special showing of his documentary. Is it in the lab or is it in they're, the main room? They're having it in the main room, but it's at 7 o'clock. And then they're having like an after party in the lab or something. No, uh, and then like Willie Martinez, you know him? I don't know Willie you know Martinez. He's one he of the works dudes, there? He, yeah, he's one of the dudes that does uh, uh, the comedy show thing with Anthony. I, I still haven't been there because I'm doing, I always do Jack shows on Wednesday. Should go, it's fun as fuck, dude. Uh, it's a cool little spot. Because I'm like, you know, I'm at the haha from like 6 to like 12. I just, uh, I'm burning. On Wednesdays? Yeah. It's good though, you know. Good spot, you know. Can't complain. Yeah, can't complain. And they, they have, and they, it's they on have Wednesdays. TV. Yeah, they have mm. direct TV over there. It's good. It's yeah. good, you know. Workable toilets. Workable toilets, you know, yes. Bartender. Yes. Kind of a prick. That dude's kind of a prick. He's Fucking not Eagle. a prick. He's a good guy. He's just sassy. He's just sassy. He's just sassy. He's just Russian. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the, I think on Saturday, <laughs> Igor was like, hey, 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 Kate Williams is here. I was like, Who's Kate Williams? I, I, I thought he was talking about like the queen or something like that. Like the, I was like, the queen? Or like the princess? Are you talking about Kate Quigley? No, no. And he's like, yeah, no, no, no. He's like, he's right there. I was like, oh, oh you mean Cat Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> was, was he there? He was there. He was Wait, there. I was there too, I think, right? Cat, Cat had like a little thing like this. And he was carrying like his Emmy around or some shit? Ah, some shit. He has entourage and stuff like that. He has whole oh, crew. Really? Yeah. Because oh, so. um, I think his opener is like his son. The, the opener's son is like starting to do stand-up. He's like 13 years I old. I saw somebody that was... A little kid, you know? So And then I guess Cat, you know? Cat went to go support. That's his opener? No, no, not the kid. No, no, the, obviously. The, the, guy, kid, the that kid's that dad. Dude. Yeah, the deaf guy. The one that's deaf. That's so crazy, dude. Yeah. 
That's so crazy. Like I said, have you had one of those guys at your open mics? You're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I mean, sometimes people just go in there and, like, you have no idea who anybody is because they're not going to be, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, the, the kid's extremely confident. And who wouldn't be confident if, like, Cat Williams is, like, your dad's, your, your dad works with Cat Williams or something like that. Like, I think... Um, I mean, that's just having uh, resources, you know? And the, and Certain then, resources. Not everybody's gifted with that shit. The dad's coaching him, too. Like, he records all the sets. He shows him what to do and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's good. It's good. Um, I, 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 think, I think he was telling me the other day, he's like, yeah, man. Like, cause he was saying something like, you, sometimes, you know, you do the set over and over again. And sometimes you, you have one of those snafus, so you got to keep practicing, you know? Keep practicing, you know? Because sometimes when you perform in front of 30,000 people, it gets that way. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, okay, okay, I know how that feels. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm just trying to be like uh, a regular at all the comedy clubs first before 30,000 people. I don't think he's a regular, but he gets to perform and he lives like a, you know, he gets to perform at dope spots. And makes money. And makes money, yeah. And makes money. Yeah, because... I mean, that's... Oh, shit, I gotta keep on talking on this, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can move it so you can lean back. It's got, like, the arm moves. Yeah, because I, I think... Like, if you wanted to lean back, you could just bam, you know? I mean, um, I, I've been paid, like, by my friends and stuff like that, but I've never been paid, like, as a headliner, so... I don't know how that shit works, but they get the door, they get this, they get a check from the club. I don't it, know how that works. I, I think it varies. I think the contracts vary. Sometimes it's just like, yo, we'll give you like a flat fee and then a small percentage of the door. We'll keep the rest, right? Like a promoter, mm, like a promoter brings somebody in. Maybe, but like... I know that's how it kind of works with music. And sometimes they're just like, yeah, we'll just pay you like $2 million flat. That's it. And we keep fucking everything. Because you never see Cat Williams like do like a set like at the comedy st- You know what I mean? Well... Once in a blue moon, but like you know those those fifteen minute sets, mm-hmm. you never see him do that. You never see Kevin Hart do that shit. You know? I saw him at Chip- Flappers, but he yeah. was doing his own show, right? Yeah, he was doing that, his own. That was show. like his open mic. He was like, mm-hmm. but he sold that shit. He sell it out. Of he course. did sell it out. Of course. course, yeah. Of course. And I was in the fucking, I was in the bar doing the open mic, and they turned off the PA system because Kevin, Kevin didn't want to hear him hear that little bar show going on. You know, and it happens. He, he should just buy out the whole club. <laughs> totally. You know, and they just had fucking different shows in each one, like all his people. Maybe that would have been kind of sick. Well, I remember when Louis would go to the comedy store and when he would do, he would do his practice. He he'll buy out Louis he, Anderson. Nah, <laughs> I know, I know. C- <laughs> CK, CK, man, CK. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but like he would just rent out the whole comedy store. Really? Yeah, there'll be no shows going on. Like all the the belly room will be dead, the other one will be dead, and he'll just be running his shit. Jesus. I mean, occasionally, sometimes he'll, they'll have other rooms running it, but most of the time when he's doing his shit, he just rents out the whole shit, you know? How much does that cost? Louis C.K. money. Louis C.K. money, yeah. Dave Chappelle money. Yeah. yeah, fuck. Did Dave Chappelle do that? Dave Chappelle did that with the belly room. They had like a, they did a, a, secret, a secret taping. For I actually his. was like, eh, the one where he's like sitting down and like slapping the microphone over yeah. his knee. I was like, eh. It's, it's just crazy because um, now that Dave Chappelle did the belly room thing, they're filming specials in the belly room now. <laughs> they just filmed like some other special where they just. Oh make... yeah, Louis did his in the main room of the comedy yeah. store too, huh? And then people started doing it. I think Gerard and Ari Shafir started. They brought it back to like filming at the comedy store, like their oh, specials. And then, but because that's their home club. But then, then Louis started doing it. Then you know, so yeah. Got the got the L.A. fucking pig chopper yeah. up above us, man. I have performed one time at the comedy store. You have. And it was Kill Tony. And I fucking... 
Oh. Ate a dick. <laughs> uh. Bomb. I, dude, I was like only four months into doing stand-up. So I had like yeah, no I idea mean, what I was doing, you know? It happens. You want? You should go back and redeem yourself. I'm. I tried to, and then when I was when they called my name up, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, this time I'm ready, dog." Oh yeah, you tell this me time, this. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody else, like this girl, walked up, it gets in front of me, and then the guy that they called last, because they moved on and called my name, the guy that they called last, fucking flies out of the doorway, runs up to the stage. And he's this black dude that just said the cheesiest fucking line ever. He was like, oh, man, sorry, I'm late, guys. I was in the back fucking a fat bitch. I was like... No pops? No pops. Wow. And then they saw me, and then, like, Tony and Red Band both saw me walking up, and I was like... And then Red Band's like, you know, next time, like, you try to do this, you can't do this again, you know? Like, once your name's called and you're not up here, you can't just run up here. I thought you'd get banned from Kill Tony if you're not there. Really? If you're not there and they call you? Yeah. Jesus. That's fucking pretty gnarly. How would they pay attention to all that? There's like so True. many names, True. dude. True. So many names. Because they do that every Monday. They've been doing that for like the last, what, four years, five years? Yeah, and they what? They got the main room now? Or the, yeah. Or the OR? It's, it's a cool uh, show. Yeah, they're good people, man. They're dope, man. It's cool. I was like, I was watching when Bill Burr was on it, though, and he was like watching this guy. He's like, dude, this is stupid. Like, this is, <laughs> how, can the, how can you give this guy a fucking minute to be funny? Like, He's like, all right, one more. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that's why you gotta love Bill Burr, man. Yeah, he's honest. Yeah, he's honest. I, I do like that about Bill Burr a lot. Fucking straightforward kind of guy. That, that's who he is. And man. he did the he did the comedy chow thing. I guess he was, like, walking by the Hooters when they had it at the Hooters, and he did their fucking, their stage. Yeah, I see him. He, he does, he will do an open mic occasionally. Like, he'll pop in and stuff Because like he's that. never been to the Ha Ha, huh? I don't think so. Jack would have fucking taken a picture with him. <laughs> no, kidding. no shit, dude. Jack would have definitely. Jack definitely would have taken a picture with him, man. I would love to see him there. Aziz? No, no, no. Fucking uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. In that in that room, that super small room. But I think he did a show though in that like the yeah. Hollywood Improv Lab room. That room's pretty cool. That's cool. I mean, you know. Still a spot. When it's like a, when you're doing that like Tuesday fucking mic there, and everybody's just like, I want to be seen by the booker. Dude, it's kind of intense. A little bit. Uh, I mean, it happens, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes them Hollywood stories work out, you know? They're like, I like this guy. I like him, you know? Just because maybe the bookers might not like you doesn't mean somebody else will, you know? True. True. Yeah, so. But, you know. And then Sal's, I heard Sal's was like kind of falling apart. People were like stuffing beers and shit in the couches. They are? Yeah. Well, you, wait, why? Just because just they're mad? They're or? just getting grimy. They're stuffing their beers, like, after they drink it, they just leave it in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Well, Comedy. someone has to clean that shit up. Comedy Come on. Club, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I like that room. That room's cool. It's a nice room. Have you ever done it in the summertime? Mm-mm. It gets hot as fuck in there, man. Really? But it's Hell cool. Yeah. It's cool as fuck. It looks I like nice. those leather couches yeah. and, like, the whole, like, back little area. You would think that that place would be more popping, you know? Mm -hmm. but, eh, Especially yeah, where it's at. But it's a Melrose. But it's like, dude, there's only so many, like, comedy theaters, acting theaters, and blah, 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 True. all over L.A., dude. Like, the fourth wall was like, what, you know, that really just kind of started popping because of fucking Diaz. That was one of those things. That, like, Diaz helped for sure. He did. And, and Dat Fan and, like, those guys like that. I think it's just the way, it's, the way Joe <laughs> set it up, that, that made it great because you're guaranteed to get up in an hour. That that's a, that's a sell to anybody. That's true. You know, you're not wasting four hours. You know, you're guaranteed to get up five minutes, 
in an hour, you know? Sometimes my thing is that I get bored about that place is I see the same exact people. Yeah, over. I mean, you can't go all the time. Yeah, you, you, can't gotta, go you gotta change time. it up. Yeah, at least, like, you know. But there's, like, some people plus. that I see even they just don't even change it up. So it's maybe just... It's, it's very comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean... But that's the thing that you want to avoid is being comfortable, you know? I mean, open mic is a gym. Like, going down to the Lexington, like, you got to put yourself in different environments. Or the Oyster House, you ever do the Oyster mm-hmm. House? You know, just oh, different yeah. little spots. I feel you, I feel you. Like, bar shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you can't be comfortable. Because then it's just like, you just, I don't know. When it becomes easy... yeah. You know, then you become a master. And comfortable, then you become a comfortable comic. Is like, comfortable and, like, convenience kind of go hand in hand. When you, like, you know, you give too much convenience and you just kind of become lazy, I feel. You always got to kind of, like, be on edge, I feel. That helps me write, too. Fucking Justin, man. Mm-hmm. Talking shit, man. Talking shit about me. Talking Because I always go to the same <laughs> spots all the time. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's just, I, I, I mean, I'm not here to preach anything, but I feel like that's what helped me grow you know, like going down to Lexington, there's fucking weirdos down there, man. Oh, yeah, that's Especially you catch that late, Skid Row, that, man. Yeah, yeah, that late, late mic, dude. <laughs> oh, definitely. I hosted sometimes once in a blue moon. Really? I used to host over there. Interesting. Yeah, then um, I think. Was it Ashley? Ash- Ashley and Ashton. Ashton Wallace wanted to take over. They don't, I, I don't think. Who that is. Ashton Wallace is my lawyer, actually. Really? You have a lawyer? I have a lawyer, yes. You don't. Why do you have a lawyer? He's a comic. Oh. I say he's my lawyer. He's my only lawyer <laughs> but friend. he's a lawyer. He's actually a lawyer. Shit. That's cool. Yeah, so sometimes when I need legal advice, I'll hit him up and stuff like that. That is cool. What kind of lawyer is he? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's, a like, good, he's a good lawyer. He's a good lawyer. He's a good lawyer. He's, he's one good, of the good guys. He's, he's a, a good lawyer. Up. I like yeah. that. He's funny as fuck, too. Um, what's another spot that's a crazy spot? Like uh, Next Stage Theater? Uh, I haven't done that. You haven't I, done I, that? I've done that one time. What'd you think? It was cool. I, I just can't. Like, I'm at the point where I can't do raffles no more. I just got, you know. Unless it's a haha, because, you know, I can watch TV or some shit like that. Or it's, yeah. like, close by my house. I, mean, I got you. Because, you know, raffles can just take forever. They're corrupt. <laughs> yeah. I, All I raffles agree. are. I'm, I'm not hating on that. It's, no, no. It's, I, just, I, it's, I, it's part of the game, you know? It's part of the game, for sure. That's why what you got to do is infiltrate one of the open mics, become the host, and then you're the corrupter. There yeah, pretty much. My thing that I fucking hate though is when like I'll have five people come up to me and they're like, "Hey man, can you like get me up there soon?" Like somebody I don't even fucking know too. Do you put them up right away? No. You don't. What about, what about your regulars? You always put them up first. No. No. <laughs> There's always one that's always like, "I gotta get up, I gotta get up." Yeah. And stuff like that. Oh, sorry. Like show up at fucking like six thirty and they're like, "Oh, I gotta make my spot at the fourth wall at seven. Or some shit. I'm like, come on, dude. I get it. Like I a get part it. Of it. Like, a part of it is also watching other people. That's how you learn, you know? It's like watching the first guy, like, a bunch of cavemen, like, watch the first guy that was like, oh, go walk over to that bear over there and touch it. And then you watch him just get fucking mauled, and you're like, don't touch those things. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey. like that experience. I mean, it happens. It's, you know, it's like we're at work. We're bonding. and That's mm-hmm. all that shit, you know? Drink a beer, hang but, out. But that's how you, you know, not just by, not by just doing all the time, you know? That's how you learn. Not just doing, but also watching. Mm. Makes you know? sense. Like Probably. I, wh- oh man, like one night I'm definitely gonna go to the comedy store and just pay like fucking twenty bucks, and I just want to watch like a good show. I don't even want to do open mics or anything. Just watch fucking you know, 
watch like Chris D'Elia, Joe Rogan, fucking Sebastian Maniscalco, and who else? Fucking Joey Diaz and uh, blah, 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 blah. Maybe the hologram of Richard Pryor. Maybe. I don't know. Chappelle could show up. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Just watch that. Or maybe, I don't know. Or I'm just going to go to like one of the big shows. Like at the fucking Hollywood Bowl or something like that. Mm. The Wiltern. We see Dalia and the Wilton. He, he yeah. just performed there like last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, do it. That'd be good, man. Something like that. I don't know. Just to just for like the whole energy of the room, you know, just to feel that. That might work, man. Yeah. Uh. Or I don't know. I'm just maybe gonna go to like some some bookstore and get those old joke books and just steal all those jokes and just write a fucking hour long set with just fucking. Hey, you ever hear the one about the? I like your look. I would never do that shit, dude. Fucking glad. <laughs> Be the fucking. I'm done. I'm bye. <laughs> what time we got here? It's four twenty-two. Four twenty-two. All right. Where we start at? Uh, yeah. We can almost wrap this thing up, huh? I'm gonna have to try to pick this volume level up, though. We have to record it again. Again. Third Damn it, time. Franklin, I think this is fucking. You're, you keep setting this up like this, huh? I don't know, maybe. Shit, well, I'm dude. Sure. Does everyone talk like this? Like we're they're at power, like they're at a fucking press press conference. Yes. Yes. For the most part, they do because right. the microphone's got to pick it up. Fuck. I wasn't fuck up. My bad, dog. It's all good. It's all good. Maybe I'll get lavalier microphones. What are those? They're like the the microphones that like clamp onto your clothes. So you have the, you know, like you'll see Oprah come out and she does her little fucking. I mean, this is this is dope, man. You you got a six setup, boss. I don't even complain about that. Just gotta just gotta make sure everybody talks into the microphone, though. I know. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, buddy. Mm. It is all good. All right, I'm definitely gonna go to the Ha Ha tonight. Uh, just so I could say what's up to some people. Well. Uh, thank you for all of the millions of people that just listened to this and then uh, paid, gave me uh, advertisements. And uh, ah. yeah, I just want to say that this uh, this podcast is brought to you by Ralph's Purified Water and and Red Bull and Red Bull. Nope, not Red Bull. Definitely not Red Bull. Yeah, there we go. Just bowl. Just bowl. bowl. Ah. Just bowl. All right. Thank you, Franklin. All right, Glock.